It's the Daily Talk Show. I'm Tommy Jacket. And I'm Josh Jansen, and this is the show where we unpack what's on our minds, ask big questions, and have fun every single weekday. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, what do you think of the uh, the intro? There was uh, at first I thought of Tim Ferriss because yeah. he's always talking about unpacking. Um, Should I fuck the word off unpack? I had I thought that he says things like deconstruct the lives. Oh yeah, he says that. Also. Um, what was the other bit about? We asked the big questions. Yeah. What about um, we talk to people? Yeah, we talk to people could be good. Yeah, we have conversations. <laughs> yeah, we have conversations. Yeah, we have conversations. All right, we I'm... yeah connect. Conversations. I'm going to write mate, this. Are we in the show? Is this the show? This are is we the on? Sh- mate, this is the show. Oh, yeah. This is the only right, chance I... I have to talk to you at the moment with you being away. You might. Um, there might be a plane that lands. I'm literally standing at the airport. It's a, the tiniest airport you've ever seen. Yeah, in it's Long no Reach. A380. You, you're going to be But I'm, I'm right near the, um, the Qantas Museum, uh-huh. which is like, yeah, I mean, just makes money for the town. Yeah. It's like it's a bit expensive to go in. I haven't actually done a tour. Uh-huh. But, Supporting um, the locals, great. I'm looking at one of the first hangars, like uh, the sheds for the planes, mm-hmm. Qantas. It says on the a big um, sign writing, Qantas LTD, Qantas Limited. You know, Trevor Trevor Long on the tweet, yeah. uh, it was trolling me for not knowing about Qantas and the history. Qantas. He says I, I should go to um, and do a stint in regional radio to get my shit together. <laughs> Mate, you'd have to come out here because I did a stint in regional radio and, and I know fucking nothing. Know. And so what is the... Uh, oh, you know, you know what you get schooled very quickly doing regional radio? What? Is... Not when you are driving and you think you're seeing a cow, mm-hmm. there's a chance that it's actually not a cow. What do you mean? Well, because they become cows, so like they're all like I still don't even know, but I got called out when I was talking about cows on the radio. What are they first? And, uh, well, there's all these different uh, heifer, and then they there's like a, <laughs> a process that they go through that which will get Rupert on who I stayed with out here. Yeah. He knows it all back to front, but yeah, there's like. Well, bulls aren't cows, okay. but bulls are from the same. Like a bulls are, are a male. So you can't even say a bull is a male cow. Really? It's okay. Like, well, no, because a, a, so a cow is a female. I don't know. Anyway, a cow is female, but it's at a, at a certain stage. But we won't butcher it. You've really oh, um, your your thought process has really shifted since you've been away. Like all of a sudden, to the table, you're bringing a lot of sort of cow, <laughs> cattle. Grass science chat. Well, I'm in outback Australia, staying on a cattle farm, so you'd hope. Oh, and I and I tried to close the loop on um, our foxes, dogs, yeah. And um, all I got uh, was that um, dingoes mm-hmm. are classified as they're like a, a, a protected species. Dingoes so you're not are. meant to because they're native. Yeah, ding, dingoes are. Yeah, <laughs> and. But what they've done is to get around, and the councils and the you know whatever they are out here, the municipalities have um, classed because they're you know so detrimental to livestock and people's businesses. They've actually classed some of them as wild dogs, which means you can kill them. Ah, uh, so it's, it's all a starts. classification sort of thing. Dude, I tell you what, living out here, you just the perspective that you gain. <laughs> I mean, we're so far from the life that's here and it's um it just gives you such a really fucking interesting insight to what it's like living out here and just the struggles and you know like i think a lot around meat or a lot around 
eating meat in a restaurant and the, how long that process is before and all the people involved, it's it's crazy. Yeah, the education, you said this last time. Have... So do you want to eat more meat, less meat, or are you just more mindful of the meat that you do eat? What does it actually do? What are you actually going to change? No, I think, you know, I don't think I'm going to stop eating steak. I've got no problem with eating steak for myself. Um, but it's there's a bit of gratitude for the process. Uh-huh. We take it really for granted, yeah. just being able to get a fucking... Oh, what? It's a fucking... It's $18 steak night, not fucking 14 It's like... That's the reality that I go through with Amy and I. Like, oh, it's too expensive. That's 18 bucks. The other one's cheaper, thirteen fifty. But it's like, that is so cheap for the process and the amount of people that have the logistics spent and all that hours and, yeah. you know, they're living their life. Cattle farmers, like, they're living and breathing yeah. their occupation. So mid-May, mid-May, which it is now, like what is the weather like in outback Queensland? Is it like real sunny all the time? Yeah, it's, it's been super super sunny, really hot yesterday. Drops down at night. Mm-hmm. Um, the first night we got here, it was um, freezing. But it's nice. It's re- This is ideal temperature right now. Yeah. The sun, though, is just like, extremely hot when you're in it. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. Rupert, who um, I stayed with, he said when he moved to the city, because from growing up out here, yeah. he said everyone sees sunlight. It's like, oh, let's go sit in the sun. And he said growing up out here, you're always going, let's go sit in the shade. Where's the shade? Because yeah, sure. it's so hot and so open. And so it's like you try and get out of the sun up here and in Bondi, everyone's trying to get in the sun. I feel sun. like I'm more like Rupert in that regard because that's the big sort of uh, fight that Bree and I always have at cafes is yeah. I'm always I trying mean, to find the shade. You're, you're part albino though, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to close a loop as well. You know oh, yeah. how you were talking about the dogger and I was and I sort of went on a bit of a tangent. Realised what I was talking about was dogging, which is sexual slang, and dogging is uh, in British is British English slang term for engaging in sexual acts in public or semi-public places, or watching okay. others doing so. So I wasn't completely off the mark. I wasn't some sort of deviant that just sort of takes any word and yeah. sexualizes it. It was an official <laughs> slang word, and that's on Wikipedia. That's not even Urban Dictionary. Interesting. Um, so, mate, what's going on? What's going on uh, back in uh, Melbourne? In Melbourne. I've just been, if you can believe it, obsessing about podcasting a little bit. You, you know how you can tell, and um, anyone <laughs> else out there that follows you on social media can yeah. tell because it's. I mean, I like your tactics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can tell. Oh, I'm just, just tweeting people. And just no, well, it's not even a tactic. It's purely like out of interest. I'm just. I feel like for me to be able to do a good job, I need to be around other people doing a good job. I need to be sort of just on the finger on the pulse with this sort of thing. But I've just, yeah. I literally just did a post before we started recording this. It's, um, what, it's 12, 12.30 p.m. Uh, on Thursday here. And yeah, so I was going through and writing out um, how we could potentially do the intros to the show and... Um, yeah, it's that it's that fine line of obsession and like containing obsession. What I mean, what have you been obsessed with in life and has it served you or do you think obsession is something that we should stay away from? I think um, I, I was talking to Sandy who I'm here with. She's a part of the business that mm-hmm. we're making the video for 
And we would, I can't even remember the thing we were talking about, but she said, oh, yeah, I used to do that. And I said, you probably just weren't obsessed with it enough. And I think about video. Yeah. For me, it's probably the one thing I've been obsessed with, yeah. which allowed me to persevere through the painful times of learning. You know, in the, in the very first years that you're starting to make videos, it's like you, your capacities stretching and you, you know you're learning hundreds of new things yeah. how a program works or camera and all these things are going on and it's super painful yeah. and you have to be in in, a, in some way obsessed with it you have to be able to persevere through that mm-hmm. um and be interested i think for me obsession is gauging my level of interest in something yeah absolutely um i mean it's probably not the the actual definition of obsession yeah but for me I, when i'm when I think about obsession, it's, yeah, I just think about it a lot. It's the thing I want to do most. And when I'm not doing it, I want to do it. You know, it's, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people see obsession as a bad thing. And I think yeah. uh, it can, it could be bad. It could like, uh, but I think that if it's the right obsession, then there's like a lot to gain. So I'm just, and it's also partly because I'm on the home stretch with all these projects that I'm working on. And once they finish up, the main creative project that I'll have is the daily talk show while I'm traveling. Yeah. And um, just actually hanging out with your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Brie did say that. She's like, I sort of mentioned, I sort of pre-warned her with sort of the caveat of like, look, I'm obsessed at the moment, but it's, you know, I'm not going, I will be focusing on the trip as well. Like, I'm not just going yeah. to be like in, uh, you know, Italy trying to find a good 4G signal to see where I can um, record the podcast (laughs) with you, which I I still will do that, but I'll just contain the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, So what what have you been doing today? Give us a a rundown of Uh, the day. The, um, we've driven an hour and 40 minutes back into the main town of Longreach. Mm -hmm. And that's the road, the, the road that I filmed the, King Brown Snake or the Brown Snake. Oh, yeah, sure. Yesterday on my podcast. Yeah, which oh, I on my, on my podcast. If you got another Instagram. fucking podcast you haven't told me about, <laughs> I'd be so pissed off. If I found no, out that we... you're building the real daily talk show.com. Oh. <laughs> the real. So we, yeah, we ran over a snake yesterday on the way. Really? And um, do you have to stop or like to make sure that it's not like hanging around and waiting for it? We killed you? it. We, well, I didn't kill it. Does Rupert have a we... gun? Uh, yeah, on the property. Okay. But not, not while you're driving. I don't think you're allowed to just whip it out on the main road and shoot a snake. Shoot a snake. Okay. It'd be um, probably pretty hard to do as well, I guess. But we stopped and um, you had to put it out of its misery. We ran over it. So it's like, oh. they just slither around the road and it breaks its back. Oh. Poor thing. Um, and then, yeah, had to kill it. But that's the road we drove in and we've just been uh, had some nice lunch. It's interesting. You wouldn't really get a sense like long reach where, uh, you know, Qantas is from. It just—it feels like a regional town. Yeah, like it feels like it doesn't have that you know, outback vibe that Rupert's property nah. has. But you drive ten minutes one way, yeah. and you're on a dirt track that goes okay. for hundreds of kilometres. Have you worked so, out how we could? Because even Bree was saying it. She saw the photo or the little video that you did of the stars, and she, we we're just like, "Man, we've never oh, seen yeah. stars like that before." Like, so that 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 showed a few more, like because of the the. The lens is open. What do you yeah. call it, Josh? You're the camera expert. Well, did you have yeah. you had like a, a long shutter as well to sort of let the more? Thir- in? Yeah, thirty seconds it was open yeah, for, sure. and 
but you, you've literally never seen stars like this. Unless you are out here, there's no noise. There's no light pollution. Yeah. It's, you're seeing Milky Ways. I saw two shooting stars. It's so fucking quiet. And what, what's crazy is like you look one way and it's so flat that you can see it just keeps going. Yeah. You know, in the distance, all you see is like grass and then blue sky. So there's no trees that are, you know, showing a line. Like in some directions, there's tree lines. But out on these properties, you see so far that it just turns into sky. Do you, think, so it's a, do you think it would be something like I always think about eventually having a not like necessarily a holiday home, but somewhere where we could go and visit and unwind and sort of get away from the noise. What's your take on... They're called hobby farm, hobby farms. Hobby farms. What's your take on, say, uh, seaside versus outback in regards to relaxation? And is it a different feeling? Yeah, really different. I, it's... Um, I would probably... I think money-wise, if I had the money to buy a place on the water. Yeah. Definitely. Because you like would surf and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And there's something like being on the edge of water. So the earth, being on the edge of land to the seas, yeah. like fuck, it's cool. something about it. Yeah. And then going in, it's just like refreshing. But spending more time out here and like even living inland, Shepparton mm-hmm. and going to properties out there, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. It's so, the, even the, the quietness and the bugs and hearing everything, all the sounds and, the freshness of the air. It's a, I don't know. I'm liking it more being coming this far inland. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, yeah. Did you get a sense? Because you said that like Rupert's got something like a hundred kilometers worth of land or whatever it is. Squared. 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 Which is fucking more, isn't it? I mean, I'm not good with maths. That means it's like, anyway, who gives a fuck? The, I'm about to show my ignorance. But the, <laughs> the thing that I'm curious about, would he like, He's got so many kilometers of it. Could you be like, Rupert, can you give me a kilometer? Like how much would you want for a kilometer and create your own little hobby farm? Mate, the problem is getting here. But he wouldn't yeah, even much, fucking yeah. notice, would he? You would literally be like, I wonder what the legalities of that is, which is like, hey, Rupert, giving. Rupert, we want to, but even just being like, look, I know we'll give you 10 grand or five grand. That's probably a lot of money, isn't it, for like land out there like how i don't have any no, there's sense still a, of he, there's still houses out here that oh goodness, you can there's a house that's uh bought for i think 40 grand yeah and they pay 80 dollars a week rent Fuck. I, I pointed he pointed one out and he's like oh that one yeah how much do they pay a week for uh, 80 bucks rent 80 bucks rent and what sort of people are they people who are obviously working around the area Towns, yeah, yeah. So in the towns, because here you've got like small towns, mm-hmm. and then as soon as you drive out, that you're on people's property yeah. that are then moving into thirty thousand acres, or like like what Rupert's got, his family have. Yeah. So then there's people living on those that that's their job. They work. It's a working farm, and so the people that live in the city. I said into the towns. I said, what do these people do? And they might work in the general store or. Um, you know, work in the pub or, you know, a cafe somewhere or in town. Um, but it, interestingly enough, these smaller towns, this is taking a bit of darker note, but they're still drug affected. Yeah. There's a problem. There's a problem out here and this is very far away from the city. Um, 
city you know? problems or even yeah but even because when you think about the the uh drug epidemic you think of you know bigger sort of country towns yeah like your sheps and and place like that but you, what you're saying is that even in these super super regional remote. areas remote areas super remote yeah there's still um and not just alcohol like ice problems out here is it like homeless can you be homeless in the outback <sighs> I'm sure you could. I, there was homeless people in Shepparton yeah. living in the bush, yeah. in the bushland. And so, I mean, we drove, we were driving around paddocks last night and there was, you know, it literally looks all the same to me. And, you know, Rupert's got an inbuilt GPS and he's just fucking taking a left here and right there, going through gates. It's so big. Someone could live in there, but they, surprisingly, they've, they've never seen anyone on their own property. Yeah. What about um, like the indigenous like community? Is there like do they have like traditional? I don't know any of the correct language, so I feel like it's a a minefield in regards to. I'm gonna caveat all this with if I say something. I said the other day I was talking to someone. I said Ayers Rock instead of Uluru. Got my head chopped off because I just don't know. Oh, these, really? I don't fucking know these things. So, but um, can, I don't know Aboriginals. Can you say Aboriginals? Is that the correct terminology? I don't know. Indigenous, indigenous Australians. Yeah, Indigenous Australians. Is there like, do they have their sort of mobs around? What's the? Uh, what, Not here. No. So I said, I said to the families there, Aboriginals, whatever you, <laughs> the right word. I said the right word. Well, you think it's the right word. We don't, we don't I, fucking well, know anymore. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and that, that one was, that conversation wasn't recorded. Yeah. I said, is there, <laughs> just digging out, are they living here? Yeah. Is, is there groups, you know, is there a community here? Yeah. And they said, years and years and years ago, and this is probably why we're being so fucking delicate with how we're talking. Yeah. When the train pulled in here, they t- got told to not get off. And so they got told to stay on. And and then, you know, they went on to the next place. Mm-hmm. And there's Aboriginal communities in the next town, like a town across. And this is, you know, we're talking probably 100 years ago. Yeah. You know, very, very, very long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, when it was, you know, telling people to stay on a train because of... Their race is horrible. Wait, as so, in, so wait, happens. so who, who's on the train at this point? Like, so you're saying the Indigenous Australians yeah. are coming on the train, yeah. and they're being told, "Don't get fucking, don't get off here. This isn't don't your, you get off here. This isn't your this isn't, area. This isn't your area. Keep Fuck. going." And so, but the point of it is, you know, a, a couple of hundred kilometres <laughs> into another area, there is uh, these communities that are, you know, all throughout. But they're more up into, um, you know, centre of Australia, mm-hmm. near Uluru, Ayers Rock, um, but also up into like Arnhem Land up in the north of, you know, the tip of Australia. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, Rupert has worked up in the, up in Arnhem Land. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've had friends who have worked up there. There's someone that's done a, a doco up there as well. But you went to a um, primary school today. What's the primary school yeah. vibes like? Oh, I mean, it smells exactly like the primary school I went to. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, you know uh, primary schools, like the older types, the carpet, I don't know. It's Dusty. Like the foyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's what like, I mean. It's got a smell. The cubicles? Were they cubicles? Smell. I didn't see the cubicles, okay. mate. What the fuck am I doing near the cubicles? No, the cubicles the is the fucking... Isn't that what it's called? No, what are the things called? We, we the portable. Portables. The cubicles you. are the toilets. 
<laughs> yeah, I meant the portables. I knew I was fucking yeah, something. Yeah, came... <laughs> yeah, so the portables. There was, uh, there they... was no portable. I didn't see any portables. Really? But there's just classrooms. Legit, you would have loved it. There was... They look like radio studios because they're airlocks because that's where they do the remote – what's it called? School of the Air. That's oh, what they awesome. used to call it when it was over radio. Now it's School of the Internet. I don't know if they use that term, yeah. but it's where they use Skype and, um, you know, it, it, they, they have like a conferencing program yeah. that all the kids log into and the teacher can see the kids. Man, that'd be so see, sick. Were you watching? See, Did you see this I, setup? No, there was no – there was no – I saw the setup, but yeah. – there was no classes happening, and um, and so yes, it's it, it almost it looks like a radio station. Yeah. Maybe we could have uh, you could have asked to do the daily talk show in there. We could have got IP down the line working. That, probably audio. would have been better quality than that. Yeah, than ours. yeah. that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a normal primary school. Oh, there's tours. So there's all these like um, they call them grey nomads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, Old the people in caravans. That have, that have, yeah, that's the I guess polite way of saying it. Um, there's tours twice a day. The tour, uh, it's a a tour program. You come and they get taken around and showing the school because the school we went to is like it's the one that is all about the um, technology and uh, stuff. <clears throat> no, it's about um, what's what's the word? Uh, remote education. Yeah, cool. So, so, so the name of the school is all centered around kids living remote. They come in here every now and then, but there's school going on over the, you know, over the internet to these really remote places within Outback Australia. Was their internet connection really good? Did you do any internet I didn't do tests? any. Oh, okay. I've got, what am I on? I'm on 4G. Three yeah, bars of 4G You're doing here. fine it's, here. And so that's where the primary, so the primary school is in Long Range? Yeah, I'm a, it's a couple of hundred metres from where we are at the airport. Okay. 500 metres. <laughs> But the um, yeah, it's a it's. I mean, it's a. There's probably not many tour. There's probably not many primary schools that have old people doing tours. Yeah, how weird. And so the um, what's the the airport like? Is it sort of your classic regional town airport? Has it got so? Yeah, what's what's sort of the? I guess they're all small planes. Are there anyone with I'm private looking, jets I'm, or anything? I can't see any private jets here. There's oh, hang on. Here we go. There's a um, a little Cessna. Uh-huh. It's just like um, propellered uh, little aircraft. Yeah. There's three that are sitting there. They're probably private planes. But my plane that I'm getting out of here on is not here yet. And I'm looking over at the shed that is the Longreach Airport, mm-hmm. and it's literally that. It's a a big tin shed with <laughs> a big sign on the front that says Longreach Airport. It's um, a food court. Is there basic. any food? <laughs> Uh, no, there was not food court. We went to the Qantas Museum and there's a full, we had like a full schnitzel sandwich and mm. it's like, it, it's very nice. You would have liked it. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> it sounds right up my alley. But the only, re- so the only, they're pretty lucky to have this here. I mean, not lucky. It's where Qantas started. Yep. But the only reason that they run a flight per day to Longreach from Brisbane is because Qantas founded you know this is where it was founded so your so, client paid for the flight but was it an expensive flight to get there i i you and i could have gone how much was it 1200 bucks return or something fuck we could have like, gone to LA. no no more <laughs> four eight near, yeah nearly 1400 dollars yeah return to melbourne and i think there's that's a bit of the issue with 
tourism here is because it's so expensive. Like, yeah. imagine if they subsidised it somehow or Qantas. I think they they said that they're actually looking into it at the moment about um, the expense of coming here. Because I think if you know, it'd be worth coming out here if you if you've never explored it. Well, I guess they just need the infrastructure. Like, just think. Yeah, the schnitzels are good and all that sort of thing, but and visiting the primary school is good. But the, I think there would be a really cool sort of like if there could be a ranch that you could stay on. Yeah, How, like you were on a. I saw you were on a motorbike without a fucking helmet, yeah. you idiot. Um, yeah, it's the fucking it's the outback, mate. The, your skull cracks the same way in the outback. Don't you worry. The um, hey God, it's beautiful around <laughs> you when you do it. <laughs> And um, what? So what's like? What? Yeah. Did were they? They were a motorbike type of thing. Did they have four wheelers? What was like the setup in regards to getting around their property? Oh, it's so big. They um, what's we a, drove a lot. We drove a lot. Yeah. Actually, just a bit more comfortable and quick. Yeah. In the car. Oh, this is the funniest saying. Um, hang on. Let me just think about. It. So when you when you were driving, uh-huh. um, in in the cars so and the utes around the paddocks. There's like rules, and it's, I picked up on a bunch of these farm rules. It's like you don't go through a gate and not close it. You've got to always close yeah. the gate. It's a good life um, lesson. Fuck. And there's a saying. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go ask Rupert because this is so fucking funny. <laughs> hang on, I'm oh, this, around here. this is great. So it's a saying about Rupert. I need you to quickly say something to the phone. You're on the podcast. Hi, Rupert. Um, Hang on. I'll put you in the announcer. Is that okay. all right? This is Josh. G'day, Rupert. Hi, Josh. Howdy. Howdy, mate. Uh, Tommy's saying that there's a great saying. He's been telling us the rules of the land. One of them always close the um, the fence the or gate. the gate. So what's the, what's that when when you're driving through the gate and there's a newbie like me from a city slicker? What do you, what's the saying? The saying is the fate of the gate. Lies with the cunt in the front. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. But the face of the gate lies with the cunt in the front. <laughs> that is, uh, we need to write that down so we can. That can be a thing. We can make that our official tagline of the podcast. That's it. I asked who came up with that. He has no idea. It wasn't Rupert himself. It definitely wasn't. We could get t-shirts made. Maybe that would be the first daily talk show t-shirts. Real sort of um, niche audience. <laughs> so I was the bloke in the front closing the gate every single time. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Um, my time's up. Yeah, yeah. You've 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 got to. I'm running out of credit. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to you got to head off. But we've got um, the Friday episode. We are going to be doing that. We're picking you up from the airport. Yeah, so. Uh, with with a special guest, so that that's going to be fun. So um, that's that's something to look forward to. It's the daily talk show, everyone. TJ, enjoy your uh, your flight uh, flight Thanks, back. Mate. How many people are going to be in the plane? Do you reckon? Um, it's probably a maximum of thirty. Okay. Not, no, less. Okay. less. Right. They're just two two seats on each side. Okay. Oh, that's that's exciting. But you get Mentos. They walk through and give you Mentos. It's, it's, it's like, great. It's bloody Uber. It's, it's <laughs> the original Uber. All right. Cool. Have a good one, mate. Catch up. See you, buddy.